uh, what's the weather outside? You're constantly, as people, that's what we're doing. We're fight or flight. We're making sure we're safe. We want to know everything about every situation. So we look for that information and we find it. That's not really present. If you're walking down the hallway and, and everything, the hallway is background, you're not present. But when your thoughts kind of end and you see the hallway for what it is and you're there, that is present. Welcome to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by my man, Audley Stevenson, the odd man. He'll unpack wisdom and insights from a cross-section of top quality performers in business, media, sports, entertainment, and lifestyle to uncover key elements to help you live your best audacious life ever. So without further ado, here is The Odd Man. Greetings and salutations, folks. It's Audley Stevenson back for another edition of the most audacious podcast you'll find on the internet. This, of course, is the Audacious Living Podcast, and I appreciate you, as always, for being here as we continue our ongoing goal of helping our listeners live their best audacious lives ever of course you can connect with us on our social media channels facebook instagram and twitter you also can subscribe to our youtube channel if you're watching this video then you know or this episode via video then you know that you can hit the bell down below ding 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 and that's how you stay connected to all good things audacious related now, on this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about the power of our thoughts and how important the manner we, in the manner which we think is, and it really, really is important. We'll also get to, into how the stuff that we focus on can manifest the things that happen in our lives. And to help us with this conversation, I'll be joined by Neil Positivity, who is the voice of the Thoughts Become Things movements, uh, and he's also a, a speaker himself. Uh, he'll discuss the importance of positive thoughts, ways we can manifest our future and how to create the life that we all want to have. And if you really think about it, uh, if all the thoughts that go through our minds on a daily basis, there's so many of them. And the idea of trying to control all those thoughts can be daunting. But if we instead put our energies on trying uh, to change how we view things instead of controlling our thoughts, we'll see that more often than not, situations will work in our favor. It's a really powerful conversation that I think you'll all take something away from. So without any further ado, here's my conversation with Neo Positivity. Enjoy. Greetings and salutations. We got Neo Positivity in the house. Uh, love the name. I love the vibe. I love the energy. Um, a, a lot of what you stand for are things that are near and dear in my heart. So I have to say, first off, it's an absolute pleasure for you to have to have you with me on the Audacious Living Podcast. Thank you, thank you, 100. Thank you for having me on. I'm, uh, it's an honor, and I'm going to do everything I can to do the best I can, as always. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you're going to be just fine. It's me keeping up with you, my man. That's what I got to. I got to keep it up. <laughs> So, 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 I mean, we'll, 
you, you know, we can we can start all sorts of you know all sorts of different directions, uh, and you know thoughts become things. Absolutely, we're gonna get into. Um, but but what I think might be really good for our audience is sort of understand uh, your story or at least your journey that got you to the point that you are now. Um, we all we all got an origin story, Neil. What's yours, man? Uh, born and raised in the hood. Um... You know, not not through all of my childhood, but I was definitely spent enough time there. Uh, became a cop in that hood, um, following a, in the footsteps of a bunch of other family members, and learned about the law of attraction. Hmm. Obsessed over it, wanted to know everything I could. Studied, studied, studied. Started trying my own stuff. Ended up retiring eight months later. Wow, um, that was fourteen years ago. So for the past fourteen years. I have been touring the country, interviewing everyone I can, getting all of their tips and hints on how they use the law of attraction and coming up and formulating different mental exercises for myself. I field test them what works. I make a video and I put it as part of my speech. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing for the past 14 years. Uh, resume, I took the Eagles to the Super Bowl, got my pilot's license. I moved to Florida. I love that beautiful part of it. 81 <laughs> degrees down here. 81 <laughs> degrees mid-February. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, amongst, uh, you know, a bunch of other things. But it's uh, above it all, you know, like I said, I, I travel the country sharing how I use the law of attraction in hopes that other people will be able to use that for themselves. Oh, in addition to that, I throw a summit every month. Um, where I just get a bunch of people together and we all exchange ideas instead of just interviewing one person at a time like right. I've been doing for the past 14 years. Got you, got you. So what what was the trigger that got you here? Um, I think oftentimes, you know, when we, when we sort of reflect on our, our, our own journey, our path, there's that thing that kind of, call it an awakening, if you will, or, or, or this enlightenment. Like what was it? Was it one thing for you or was it a series of things? I just, ever since my first day at work at McDonald's, at my first job, I felt like it wasn't for me. And I know a lot of people could say that because everybody go to work and, but it was deeper than that, you know, and you know, you get your job and day one, you're excited. And the first week you're excited. No, day one at McDonald's, I was like, I get it. It's not that hard of a work. I was, you know, football team, track team. It wasn't hard work at all. It's just the concept just wasn't for me. And I guess that was just in the back of my mind, um, just marinating until it became evident that that wasn't, the nine to five wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Right, 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 right. I think what happens sometimes is, you know, you know that, that, that feeling, that feeling that you had that you described at your first job at McDonald's was there. And you may not necessarily knew what the answer was, but you knew that there was something that, you know, we, we were destined for more or designed to do more, but, you know, you don't always know what it is in that moment. So sort of talk about the significance of sort of trying to stay grounded where you are, but also looking ahead, because I think there's both are important to be able to do, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, you have to be able to do you got to see everything as like a coin it has two sides and you got to acknowledge both sides at all times, which is hard to do because you, right. as humans, we tend to choose either left or right. right. Um, I have to pull myself out of this mindset all the time, but, but if something happens, I'll look for the problem. What is the problem? What is the problem? And I'll, I'll rack my brain out and I'll find two or three problems and I'll say, okay, which one is the problem? Right. And 
I'm looking for one when it could be five. Right. You know, and I'm looking in the wrong place. So it's like, you got to pull yourself out of certain mentalities. And that's definitely one of them. You have to be able to see, we'll probably talk about that about a dozen things um, in the next you know hour that we speak. You have to be able to tackle both sides. You have right. to see yourself as one with God while seeing yourself while being able to talk to God. Right. Like you are speaking and the entity is listening to have that. You have to be able to do both uh, on different occasions. But yeah, definitely got to keep it on my open mind in this. It's a total mind makeover, but it is so worth it. You, you, you know, I'm glad you sort of touched on mindset because I think that I've always believed that that's kind of the, the starting point, the foundation to any sort of, you know, greatness or anything that we are accomplishments. You know, it starts with what we believe or what we think, which I think is a good segue into thoughts become things. So talk to me about how you landed on that as, as your mantra, so to speak, uh, and, and your platform for moving forward. Uh, the movie, The Secret. <laughs> I'm sure you're familiar with that movie. Um, yeah. That's what got most people started with the law of attraction. Um, yeah, I was a cop. My partner told me about it one day. He said that they make the CEI uh, agents watch that movie in the Academy. And I'm like, oh, wow, let me see this movie. I'm expecting it you know, to be this SWAT team movie or whatever, but it was <laughs> the secret. And I was hooked. I was immediately hooked. And, um, you know, like I said before, just coming up with my own mental exercises and learning how to change my mindset right. is, is really what it came down to. Stuff is going to keep happening to you. And you can get good at thinking a certain way every time something happens, but that's daunting. That takes a lot, 60 to 70 thoughts on average per day per person. That's a lot to try to control. But if you change the way you see things, when those incidents hit you, email, phone, whatever, you'll filter it out and send out a different energy than you would have before. And so that was my main area of focus, seeing things differently, which led me to a, 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 a direct assault on the ego and all it says to us, you know, you can't, you won't, what if you did? Um, and uh, more learning about the subconscious and how it and the ego play together to throw those kind of thoughts at you, why it throws those kind of thoughts at you. And that way you could work your way around it. You know, once you understand why right. it's happening, right, you're right, like, okay, right. now I can work with it. You know what's really interesting is uh, it forces us, when you start talking about this mindset, it really forces us to pay attention to that kind of internal conversation that we all have. We all have these conversations in our head, right? Right? Yeah. And, and sometimes they're battles. Sometimes they're, they're, they can be funny dialogues. Whatever that conversation is, you know, it's happening. Whether you, 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 you try to make it happen or not, it's an automatic function, right? So really in terms of we talk about controlling our thoughts, it's sort of managing that conversation. Is, is that a fair way to put it? Yes. Um... And I like how you said conversation, because if you are listening to your thought, you're the observer and the thought is a thing, which means the thought isn't you. You're listening to it. Um, and so the book, The Untethered Soul, helped me really wrap my head about head around that and let me see my thoughts as children just clamoring for my attention. <laughs> hey, I have this idea. I have this scenario. Will you run this scenario, this horrible scenario with me for the next half hour while you're driving home from work? Or, or do you just shoo it away and get present or entertain another thought? And, it, and really, when you start to look at your thoughts like that, you can 
uh, take away their power. You know, that's a I'm so I'm glad that's a game changer. That is a game changer because because our our, our thoughts oftentimes can betray us. Our thoughts oh, yeah. can take us down this winding path, and you know we're. I'm gonna take you a step further. Yeah, forget about often. Think about it. Think about last time you were dating somebody and you called them and they didn't answer the phone. What's the first thing you think? Oh my God, did I, what, did I make a mad? Are they mad at me? And every single scenario was wrong. They were in the shower. You know, you know so it's like, are that thought, those ideas about everything, our majority are wrong. Think about all the business meetings. When you're on the way to the meeting, I'm going to go there. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that. And I'm going to say that. And then you get there. It ends up being on the fourth floor in a different conference room. And it's not even everybody there. So you cut your speech in half. So it didn't even go the way, you know, your that voice was telling you. So most of the things it's telling you is wrong. And this is the voice you're listening to, to make all your important decisions. You know, so you got to make that separation uh, distinguish the difference between you, that voice, and intuition, because the intuition is the first voice, and then it's usually you saying, "I shouldn't spend that hundred dollars right, on that." Right, yeah, right, and right, then right. comes the ego with all its, "Oh, you need the money for this. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that." So it's like distinguishing the voice, knowing which one is which, pointing them out, spotting them out, because it's not good enough just to know which one is which and right, keep it in the back right. pocket. You got to be using this all day. Yes. Yes. Uh, to your advantage. If you're going to spend two hours in a gym today, working on your physical body, you need to spend at least two hours and one minute working on your mind. A hundred percent. Wow. Wow. You know, you talked about intuition. Intuition oftentimes is the, the quieter, softer voice. The one that's not got the megaphone yelling. The other one got that megaphone and telling yeah. you what's up. Right. Um, and, 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 and it's a hard, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult to sort of filter and do that filtering process, but it's almost that you have to sort of get conscious with it and yeah. say, this is what I'm doing now. Cause you know, you gave an example of a, you know, those thoughts that go in your mind right away. And, and, and I oftentimes, at least for myself, I oftentimes have to remind myself, especially when I'm dealing with other people, the importance of giving them the benefit of the doubt. Cause when you can give the benefit of the doubt, you're allowing yourself to say, maybe I'm possibly wrong in this situation. That's that's huge. Maybe I'm possibly wrong is probably the most important phrase anyone can say in their life. Mm -hmm. And it could be about your health, your wealth, your love, your happiness. Something you're doing could be tweaked to be a little bit better. And if you're closed off thinking you know everything, you're never going to learn that better. And that goes for everything. If you want to be a better mechanic, if you want to be a better at typing, you got to first ask yourself, what am I lacking? What's going on? One of the biggest questions that really helped me since I moved to Florida two years ago, um, I entertained the possibility that there might be a trauma from my earlier life that's lingering somewhere in the background. Now I'm straight. I'm I don't feel right. anything. Right, I'm right, good. Like I'm right. I'm I'm a happy dude. Like I'm happy every but, day. I've but isn't that, been isn't that how it normally is though? Isn't that how it normally is that we don't feel it, we don't sense it, we just go in and life's good. Lo and behold, I got mommy issues. I didn't know it. <laughs> I ended up talking to this female and she pulled a little something out. I was like, I, I didn't even realize it was there. I don't hold no resentment, no resentment towards my mom. She called me right now. I answered the phone. We'll talk for right, an hour. Right. Um, 
And then another lady had kind of brought the same thing out of me. So I was like, all right, let me just, even though I don't know, even though I think I'm at a hundred, this is actually keeping me at a 70. Right. I just feels like a hundred to me. I'm trying to get to a hundred. I want to be a hundred percent of me. Yes. You know, the hundred percent of the best me that I could be in my time on this earth. I've lost too many people to not take advantage of this time and enjoy it. And so, yeah, uh, that's got me like opening up and that kind of led me to like dealing with ancestors and stuff. I don't know how far you want to go down these rabbit holes, but yeah, it's, it's been a journey. It's been a definite journey, but it's all been great and, and positive. Sure. And everyone around me is benefiting from every bit of research that I do, you know, passing the information to my loved ones, reminding them to stay on point with their mental exercises or just be positive or just smile more. You know, it's, it's, it all comes together and it all just equals being happier every day. I mean, who wouldn't want that? You can get the cars and the houses and all that. Sure. But who wouldn't want to just be happier throughout the day? Sure, sure. So, 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 Neil, let's let's talk about how people get there and what sort of things you know, like you know, maybe exercise. Or what, what does that look like? Because I think for a lot of people, we can talk about identifying all we want, but you still got to yeah. take action and do it right. And for some people, where do you start? What do you do? What do you? How do you make it come together and work? What, what does that look like? The the. I'm going to say unfortunate part about it is it's a very long process. There's a lot involved. I could talk for the next eight hours straight and I probably won't cover everything. Um, and the same thing, you can't expect to fix a problem that took 40 years to break in 10 minutes. You just, that's right. just not how it works. Right. But what I'm talking about is a complete mind makeover. However, Obviously, I've come up with little cheat sheets, cheat codes. I'll break them down for you real quick. Affirmations are great. The easiest one you could do is just say the word yes 10 times. And any time you're in a bad mood or something just happened, whatever, just say yes 10 times. By the third yes, you should be smiling automatically. And by the fifth or sixth yes, your brain is throwing at you reasons to say yes, yes, yes. So you end up celebrating. Now, right after that 10th time, the ego might step back in and remind you about that bad email that you just got. Right. But you just changed your frequency. You changed your, your vibe for that those 10 times that you said the word yes. Um, if you want to get a better control of your mind, I hate to say it, but meditation is the best way. If you want right. to practice, you know, if you want to get good at quieting mind your mind, you have to practice quieting your mind. Right. right. Brain is a muscle. It has muscle memory. Once you do that, any situation you could possibly think of you will have a better grasp and control over it and you'll be more smooth and peaceful with it because of that control over your mind and every thought that you have so try to wrap your head around that um and if you really really want to manifest something and skip the woo-woo emotional part <laughs> which you're gonna need uh my cheat code to meditating and that's why i throw it i throw it at you here I tried to meditate for 16 days in a row. Mind you, I was a cop in the most dangerous city at this time, chasing right. people down dark alleyways, <laughs> right. raising two kids on my own, Right. literally raising two kids on my own, my little girl and my son. Um, and he was a baby. So needless to say, life was <laughs> a lot for me. So when I tried to sit there quietly, my brain just kept throwing thoughts at me over and over and over again. What you're going to have to do in those situations, because that's what meditation is, your right. brain's going to say, hey, you need to pick up milk after this. And you're going to say, okay. 
like a child's antics or a dog messing with you while you're trying to work right. with your hands. You just shoo it away and then you get peaceful stillness again. And then another thought comes in. Did you ever clean the bathroom? I'll do that next week. Okay, go away. You know, and you have to just keep doing that over and over and over again. A good way to do it without the thoughts popping in is count is counting your breath. Like four seconds, inhale, five seconds, exhale, four seconds, inhale, five seconds, exhale. So those are two great ways. Um, those are two great ways to meditate, how to get good at meditating and how to enjoy it. It's real simple. This is the cheat code to everything in life. I'm so happy and thankful that I enjoy meditating. I'm so happy and thankful that I love meditating. I'm so happy and thankful that I get to meditate every day. I said that one day and ever since then meditation has been one of my favorite activities. That was 16 days after I saw the secret. Right. Now that cheat code that I just said can be used yep. for anything. Right. I'm so happy and thankful. Uh, um, you know, I'm living my best life. I'm so happy and thankful that I'm healthy. I'm so happy and thankful that I'm rich. Whatever you want to do, just say that, apply it and say it over and over and over again until it materializes. I hate to say it like that and sound like it's magic, but the more, basically the more you say it, your brain will start to give you reasons that it could happen. Right, right. Uh, a, rich, a rich uncle dies and leaves me $2 billion. Oh, yeah, well, that's a little outlandish. But you say it more, all of a sudden, you're starting to get good ideas. That invention I had, and this, that, next thing you know, you're in the meetings with people about to make this happen. But that comes from saying it over and over again, which allows you to believe in it. Once you start to believe in it, you get phone calls. Now you got confidence in it. Like, yo, right. this is actually going to happen. Right. And that confidence dictates your expectations. And you always get what you truly expect deep down inside in your subconscious, which we can't access. You know, you right, can't. Right, right. Yeah. So that's a whole, the subconscious is a whole nother beast. But yeah, there's, there's a whole, there's a lot of workarounds. Um, but somebody wants to get a crash course and get something started today. Get on that. If you want to manifest, just like the movie The Secret says, yep. think about a flower or a butterfly. That's it. Just think about a flower or a butterfly, just seeing it. And when you go outside and see that flower or butterfly, hit me up. We need mm. to talk. <laughs> mm. Then well, I'm going to take your hand and lead you down, <laughs> down the path. Well, I, 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 I love the whole idea of being very uh, deliberate about it. Because uh, I think that's really, that, that, that's, it's absolutely necessary. Um, you know, meditation on its. You know, you know. Look, I, I don't. I would never say that I'm a meditator, if you will, but what I do try to do uh, at different points throughout the day is I like to slow down my thinking. I like to sort of pause and just slow down, and and, and that that in itself is a form of, of meditation, right? Yes, you know, yes. it's, 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 and it's funny because I think sometimes people kind of think meditation is the thing that you do and you gotta be in this special place wearing these certain clothes and got this <laughs> gear on, you gotta have the right music, the lighting's gotta be all these sorts of things, right? But yeah. you, can, you can be in your car at a red light and you can yeah. meditate. Your eyes this, don't have to be closed, everybody. No, well, this Just is it, know. right? Like, I think there's a misconception around what medicate, what meditation can be, or what it is, right? But in terms of what it can be, it can be very simple. And so, for me, you know, I would say, you know, are there are moments where I slow my thinking down, and and you're right, and I love the whole shooing away the thoughts like a child or an, a, a dog nipping at your heels, because that's exactly what you're doing, because they're always going to come. And I think that's really important, Neil, and I'm glad that you touched on that. These thoughts, your mind will be bombarded 
all the time and you've got to and and you've got to control it as opposed to it controlling you yeah that's um that is your ego doing its job the ego has one job and that is to keep you in this moment that's it and it will use the subconscious the subconscious has stored everything you've ever seen in your life Right. I don't know if, if I don't know if you know this, but if you pick up a piece of paper, a sheet of paper with words on it for one second and put it down, your subconscious read and stored everything on that piece of paper. You might not know it, but like I said, your subconscious you can't access. Right. It's right. part of right. the brain, so it's got this database of everything you've ever known about everything. And the ego's job is to keep you present using that database by whatever means. So when you envision yourself um, spending a million dollars in the casinos, your ego pulls your bank statement from your log, from your uh, subconscious and says, no, you're not. No, you can't. You're not even at the casinos. You know what it would take to get there. Um, so, but its whole job is to get you present. And here's the thing about the present. Um, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. If anybody, please pick that book up. It changed my world. That's the book that Oprah, Oprah Winfrey sleeps with on her nightstand. Right. Uh, she says she was highlighting so many sentences in the first chapter that she just stopped highlighting it. And that's what made me um, go get that book. But the ego just wants you present because it doesn't acknowledge the future or the past. It doesn't even know that it exists. Right. And if you think about it, have you ever touched, tasted, or seen, or felt anything in your future? <laughs> nah. When you touched, tasted, or saw it, it was in the current moment. So you've never even seen it. There's no proof that it even exists. When you think about it, you're just speculating. And the past is kind of like the same thing. You've never seen, touched, or tasted anything in your past. That's just memories of previous previous moments. But everything right. you've ever done and everything you will ever do will happen in this seemingly reoccurring current moment. And that is why the ego and the subconscious don't acknowledge the future and the past. They literally don't exist. Right. So it wants you here in this moment. And when you stray, it does whatever it has to do to bring you back. Now, Get a little biblical with it just a little bit. Sure, okay. Um, they say, if you ever want to make God laugh, tell him your plan. <laughs> That's right. Because his plan is so much bigger than yours. So right. how do you let God's plan unfold? Well, think about it. If you're thinking about the future or the past, good or bad, you're basically manifesting. You're using thoughts become things to create a future that you want. But when you're present, that's when you're letting God's plan unfold. When you're here in this room, you're not worried about tomorrow or yesterday. Right. You're just enjoying the moment. That's right. when you're letting God's plan for you unfold. And that's why the ego is always trying to get you back to this moment. And so you can't really hate the ego for shooting you down all the time. and Because it's just, it's a part of you for one. And to hate right. you, just manifest a future where you're hating you more and you don't want that. And, um, you know, but you just wrap your head around it. Wrap your head around it and accept it. There's a huge thing in acceptance that will allow you to maneuver it better. Yes. Now, I still get mad at my ego every day. Sometimes sure. it says stuff. <laughs> there's been in this room right here, there's been times where I was in the mirror or whatever, and I'm like getting getting ready for a wedding or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, I clean up well. And then the ego says something. And I'm literally like, really? Like I look up, I'm like, really? That why you like come on, man. Just let you me try to mess me up, man. Like, let me have this. It's all, I just need five seconds. Like, leave me alone. And so it's, it, it, I'm not going to say it's going anywhere, but I'm saying you find out how to deal with it better once you know more about it. Yeah, no, and, and, and I think, I think the, the, you, you use the word acceptance. 
uh, which I think is, is a great word. Um, you talked about staying in the present, uh, which is, is another good thing. Um, you know, the, the whole idea, even of even of, of, of when, when something occurs or takes place, even ask yourself, you know, why is this happening? Like, it, it, everything serves a purpose. Everything mm-hmm. comes in together for a reason. So it, it's got to be, well, why is that? Am I not supposed to be doing this? Or maybe I am. But to do any of that kind of analysis, you have to stay present. Back to your point. You got you to gotta wake up more often. Um, I, I know so many people are like, what do you mean by stay present? I'm always present. Not really. You know, when you're walking around, you're constantly just judging things. You know, how sturdy is that chair? I sat in one that broke right, just right. like that last summer. Right. You know, is the door locked? Uh, what's the weather outside? You're constantly, as people, that's what we're doing. We're fight or flight. We're making sure we're safe. We want to know everything about every situation. So we look for that information and we find it. That's not really present. If you're walking down the hallway and, and everything, the hallway is background, you're not present. But when your thoughts kind of end and you see the hallway for what it is and you're there, that is present. That is how you start all of your mental exercise, be it affirmations, meditations, visualizations, they all start with getting present. Uh, side note, if you're going to manifest, if you're going to picture yourself in the Bahamas or in a car with some money, you have to picture yourself as though it's happening now. Mm. Once again, the present. If you tell yourself, I'm going to get a car in, in a year, and you're manifesting a future where you're saying, I'm going to get a car in a year, and then I'm going to get a car in a year, which means you never get the car. You have to see it as though you already got it. So it, it becomes, I'm so happy and thankful for my car. So if you want a car, you want a bigger car, you want a better car, you have to appreciate the car you have. And the universe has to provide you with a better one. Can't give you the same one. It has to give you a better one. So that was just a little, a little side note to, to manifesting. I get it. And I, and I think it's, it's an important point to understand that um, you know, things all come together. They all kind of come together, and, and, and what makes that come together, what goes on in our heads, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what makes it come together. And, and, and I think for me, as we're having this conversation about this, which is, is a very important topic, right? What, for me, the, the piece that stands out, and, and I hope it stands out for our, 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 the listeners, is that control is within our reach, right? We have the control, we have the ability to, to, to make these things happen, but we never recognize that. And if you don't recognize that, then you know, you're, you're, you're behind the eight ball, so to speak. Take it a step further. It's not that we have the ability to make these things happen. And you ha- they're happening right now. Hmm. The funniest thing someone can say to me, and people say this to me all the time, they say, I'm going to start on a law of attraction next week. <laughs> they say it all the time yeah i'm into it it sounds great i remember using it when i was a child i'm gonna try it again next week maybe i'll get started next week and i'm like did you not listen to anything i said the law of attraction is triggered by a thought which you've had plenty of it has no yes. moral compass and yes. you're basically placing an order with the universe for what you want next so I suggest you stop thinking about your drama and your bills and start appreciating something because you do have something to appreciate. And, and, I, th- and I think that's it. I mean, you know, you, you referenced gratitude and appreciation before and showing that self-gratitude and, and, and being very deliberate about acknowledging it, right? When you can do that 
and you can focus again it's essentially focus on the good in your life we all got good in our life right mm-hmm. there's lots of things to be happy and grateful for if you can focus on the gratitude and we've heard these before this isn't the topic of you know being gratuitous you know gr- grateful for what you have isn't anything new we just it's, it's just really hard for us to do <laughs> <laughs> i guess it's uh, it's so much easier to and when we were analyzing, I do this show called LOA Today, Law of Attraction Today on Fridays at 4 uh-huh. p.m. on YouTube. Yep. And we were we were talking about that um, recently. Um, but it, I, I can't stress it enough. It all comes back down to the choice. Yes. You're, you have right now, to get started with this, you need to wake up more often, which right. means you have to choose to do something to wake up more often. I have over 40 alarms on my phone that, that ring on my watch to remind me to do mental exercises. Okay. I got this tattoo. I got million dollar bills posted up all around the house, bank statements and stuff. These are all reminders to do these exercises. That's my right, choice right. to put them up. Right, right. The next choice is when I see them, not to just glance past them as the background that they are. I have to key in on this million dollar bill which i have right here and i have to tell myself that you know the reason why i'm there the reason why it's there is because i'm trying to manifest a million dollar signing bonus and so i can either pass by this million dollar bill and say okay i'll do that in a second which i'm not going to if i do (laughs) or i can stop and do the mental exercise but here's the thing the more you practice waking up the more you'll wake up more often Mm. and but like i said you can wake up 800 times a day and then go right back into whatever your daydream was making the choice after you wake up to do your mental exercise that's the next choice and then do it often right so it's waking up it's set an alarm and doing the mental exercise all three choices got to be made several times a day and and that's my question to everybody how bad do you want this how bad do you want i can only show you uh well i the proof is in the pudding, so I can only show you what I've done. Right. But I've retired at the age of 28. You want to do that? Holler at your boy. I got my pilot's license. You might not want to do that. Then don't holler at me. Right. But I don't cook or clean. You want that? Holler at me. You know, it's, it's, but it's all, it's all the same formulas. You know, it's right. all the same formulas for whatever right. you want out of life. Right. It wants you. That situation wants you more than you want it. You are blocking it with your current narrative. Right, right. Got you, got you. A a big part uh, that feeds into everything that we've talked about up to this point is the ability to maintain a positive attitude, right? If, if, If we cannot do that, I think all of what we've talked about is really in vain. Um... It, 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 the, the, the two work very much hand in hand. Hey, it's your last name, positivity. I mean, so, you know, that's there for a reason. Uh, I, I wonder if you sort of can talk about uh, the, 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 the positive impacts of having a positive attitude. Oh, man, it, it ripples. I mean, we all know it. We've all seen someone walk into the room that was just extremely positive. And it's funny because some of the times I've seen that happen, I was in a negative state. And so seeing them come in, I was envious. I want to be happy like that. I look at the way they just brightened, brightened up the whole daggone room. Right. Like I want, I want that effect. Right. Uh, 2016, my new year's resolution was to uh, brighten every single room I walk into for the rest of my life. And I've held true to that. Um, so you see how that ripples, but here's the thing. And, here, and this is where I want you to take it. 
for those of us who have children. For me to go out there and be my normal positive self, and then my son sees that, and he just wants to be a little bit more positive. My 17-year-old, he's not going to say nothing to me. I mean, that's not cool. Right, right. But he's going to go in the other room with his friends, and he's going to be that light. And then they're going to see it and want to be that light. And so their whole conversation is going to come from a place of light now, shining off each other, good vibes, manifesting good, better days. This is my son. This is my love him. This is what I want. And his friend is going to hang up the phone. It's going to ripple in his house. His sister, who's, who fights like cats and dogs with, sometimes they don't. These are the moments that they don't. These are the moments that dinner is just peaceful. That's the time, the kind of ripple. And God forbid, not God forbid, but let's say he makes a post on Facebook or Instagram. That's just a little bit more positive than it would have been had this not all happened. This is the ripple. This is a positivity ripple that's giving good vibes to all the people around you in a direct vicinity because it's, it's coming out, straight out from you with everyone you contact with and social media. So it's going out pretty far. In addition to that, you're watering a seed. Thoughts become things. Manifesting a moment where you're that positive again. All 100% uh, 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 not income, but but just greatness coming at you. I can't think yes. of the word right now. It's just greatness coming at you from all different levels. Right, right, right. I love the ripple of positivity because I think that 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 provides a, a, a wonderful imagery as to what we're talking about here and, and, and how it can spread out. And, and and the best part about it is you never know the kind of impact you know you have just by being who you are. Uh, I mean, I've lost track of the number of times someone said. Oh, I remember you did this thing, man. It helped me so much. And I got no clue. I don't remember it. I just got no, but that little thing that was done and, 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 and I'm thankful I don't remember it because that means I was, I was, I was, I was just being myself. I wasn't consciously trying to do something so I can say I positively impacted Neil's life. I was just sort of being who I believe I should be. And, in the, and if I can have those ripples in that process then i'm on the right path and so i think that's amazing who see that's that's the beautiful thing if you were to come into a room and be extra positive and spread that that's beautiful but for you to come into a room and spread i'm just being who i should be and it just so happens to be hella positive for you to get everyone in the room to do that bro that's something totally different now you got a room full of people being their authentic selves. And that that's a different type of ripple. That's like a daggone tsunami right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's something about it. authenticity, man. But real recognize real. It's something about yeah. it. People see it and they resonate towards it. And it's it's just it's strong. It's powerful. Yeah. And 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 you know, I think you're you're right. The more people that can recognize and, and again, this is the, the power that they have within themselves, right? The power of impact, we have it. You know, we'll, we'll finish talking, and I'll remember, man, that Neo guy was super positive, right? And, oh, man, that Neo guy dropped something on me that made me really think about that. And, 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 and maybe, the, you know, what you left with me, I'm turning around, I'm giving it to someone else, indirectly not even knowing, right? And all you were doing was being your authentic self in that process. And so when you talk about, you know, the ripples and the power, it's huge, man. That's huge. Yeah. And energy is, is 
everybody has to realize that we are all just one vibrating energy wave. Yeah. We are not separate. I am not separate from this desk. That's a notion. We are all just one vibrating energy wave. It's just the desk vibrates at a different frequency than my skin. Yes. It vibrates at a frequency that may be the same color, <laughs> but yeah. it's a different density. It's a different, it, it ages different, you know, but we are all just one vibrating energy wave. So for me to hate on or be jealous of someone else is, is a fool's errand for one. For me to want sure. anything outside of me is right. also a fool's errand. For you to want a dollar that exists outside of you is it's you will never achieve that. That money is made of energy, which means right. so are you. You strengthen your relationship with money. You start to love money, money will love you back. That's right. what I ask people. Ask yourself, what is your relationship with money? And everybody's, well, you know, it it, it serves me well, but I don't really have over the top. Well, your wish is my command. You just guaranteed that same thing next week. I suggest you strengthen your relationship with money. Right. One right. way I do that cheat code came up with it one day. I grabbed yep. a hundred dollar bill yep. and I said, I love hundred dollar bills. It's an accurate statement. Yep. The ego can't step in and say, no, you don't. Right. It has to right. sit back and let right. you sit. I love hundred dollar bills that manifest a future where you're holding hundreds saying, I love hundred dollar bills and you're strengthening your relationship with money. You love money, it'll love you back. You hate money, it'll hate you back. You feel eh about money, it'll feel it'll it'll make you feel eh right back. You know, so it's like you, th these are the things. Same thing with your spouse. You know, uh they say the grass is greener on the side you water. I love that. <laughs> I love it. I love the it. The grass is greener on it. the side you water. So That's if you're watering the side chick grass then then that might be you know how it seems at the time but you know i'm not going to try and give relationship advice it's all custom to the situation but just take it for what it is the grass is greener on the side that you nourish on the side yes. that you water and if you, think of every, word. if you think of every water every thought you have is a drop of water yes going into different flower pots that's my yes. always say um flower pots and water drops and flower pots so you're dropping Every thought is like a drop of water going into different flower pots. Things I like about my job, things I don't like about my job, my house, my spouse, you know, you're watering yep, all yep, these yep, yep. and majority wins. The flower pots that get the most nourishment are the ones that are going to sprout a plant. It's going to be sitting in front of you where there once was nothing. Now it's right. physically going to be there. Right. And I love using that analogy when it comes to plants, because literally there's nothing there and it's just a thought. And then all of a sudden you got this, ugly or beautiful tree sitting in front of you um and beauty's in the eyes of the beholder you know sure. but again it's it's what you choose to water what you choose to think about uh, and the word that i love that you use is nourish right what do, yes. what do you what are you choosing to put your energy and nourish to grow something that's not going to benefit you that's something that's going to uh, uh make you feel worse perhaps or something that can give you a future something that will make you feel positive something that will make you feel bright and, and and again you know we talked off the top about just choices right what do you choose to spend your energy on what plant do you choose to grow are they they have this uh mental check-ins i just want to say that yeah all day long, as often as you can remember to set your alarms, do mental check-ins. And all that is, is where you just ask yourself, what's my vibe and what's my vibe been? Okay. So what's my vibe right now? And then you're like, once you realize what that is, you're like, well, what's my vibe been like today? 
and you're like, oh, I did have a crappy morning or I've had a great morning and I'm going to keep that energy flowing. Do those mental check-ins. And when you do them, just ask yourself, are my thoughts serving me? Right. That's, that's a big one. Are my thoughts serving me? And, and by serving me, I mean, since my thoughts are creating my tomorrow, are they creating the tomorrow I want? Got you. If not, change them. Got you. Yep. Um, we absolutely have to talk about, uh, I mean, a topic on this podcast that we spend a lot of time talking about, obviously, it's the audacious living. And we talk about uh, how people can be bold, how people can go, you know, take, take risks, take chances. Um, it's funny because um, as much as we talk about taking chances and, and, and being bold, oftentimes I, I believe that when you're really being your, your, your true authentic self, there's no risk involved. You're just being who you're supposed to be, right? But at the same time, when you're being who you're supposed to be, we talked earlier about the ripples, the impacts that you can have. Like, it's, it's, it's absolutely necessary, not only for yourself, but for those around you. Yeah, you, you have to be that. I learned in 2021, one of the biggest lessons in my life was to get out of my comfort zone. Mm. I've structured my life so that I'm good. Um, I could just chill, but that I, lo and behold, that was holding me back. It was holding me back big time. And every time I get out of my comfort zone, every second I'm out of it, I am exploding. I'm progressing. My frequency is raising. My paychecks are going up. My bit houses are getting bigger. My chores are getting bigger. All of all growing and getting healthier every time I step out of my comfort zone. So I can't speak enough about that and i like i said i've been doing this for years it wasn't until last summer when i forget what it was but it it was a it was an eye opener i know it was at this uh this um conference i went to something i wouldn't normally have done so even going there was out of my comfort zone everything i did there was out of my comfort zone i just kept doing things it was like a drug like wow let me just and then People would ask me, hey, we're about to go here. You want to come? All right, I'll go. You know, it's like, I wouldn't normally go. Mm, All right, I'll go to this rock concert. Like, well, I'm not going to get no rock concert. And end end up meeting the person there that books my next 10 gigs paying more money than I've ever been paid to do anything before. Like, what the hell? So it's like that type of activity. If it's if it seems uncomfortable, go on do it, y'all. <laughs> Cause it, yeah, that's yeah. Safely, wisely, obviously, but uh and, and and inspired action. You're gonna be called to do things. Sure. And I believe that this comfort zone thing we're talking about is part of what you're gonna be called to do. But you go in there with faith that it's going to turn out great. Yes expect it to turn out great not it's gonna turn out great yeah, yeah, yeah. no believe, you need to go it. in there like a, you need to go in there like mayweather yes a lot of people hate on mayweather but i love what he does i love how he manifests i haven't brought myself to be able to do it right you know just to repeatedly when, when you see him punch the bag he'll punch the bag and he'll tap it real light for 45 minutes that's one set right 45 minutes right but the whole time he's tapping it every single time his glove touches the bag He's saying an affirmation. I'm the greatest of all time. I'm the best. I'm the biggest. I'm the baddest. Uh, um, 
Muhammad Ali. I'm the prettiest, you know, Rick James. I'm the baddest and one of the best looking. Mo- yeah, it's it's the people who say that and talk like that are the ones that end up being the best. The little Wayne's the, the it's there's something to it. Yes, there's something to speaking things into existence. There's something behind the cocky and confidence behind it. It's all it's all part of the equation. Yeah, confidence it, is huge. It, it, it is. And, and it's interesting because there's such a fine line between that confidence and cockiness. Right. It's a fine line. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. And and some people and I think sometimes people have have levels of discomfort talking like that because they're like, yo, I've got to be humble. I got exercise. humility. I, that's me. A hundred percent. I am not a confident person at all. People say, what? I can't. Oh, my God. You walk into the room. You exude confidence. I am very confident in stats and numbers. And I just so happen to be batting a thousand for the last 14 years. My confidence is in that. So when I walk in a room like I'm the man and I demand respect, it's because of that. When I look in the mirror, I'm just like everybody else. I like to put myself now, I don't like to put myself, but I think I'm between like, you know, how women really beat themselves up like way sure. worse than men in every sure. situation. Sure. I'm like in between there, you know. Um, so my confidence comes in numbers. The amount of things I've been able to manifest within two weeks of asking for them, the big things, you know, like this stuff like that. So when I walk in the room, I'm walking in with that. If I can get my head to the other space, I'd be a beast. I'm working on that. I'd be right. a ugh. <laughs> I'd be the world-renowned voice of the Thoughts Become Things movement with 8 billion followers on Facebook. Sure. I would be unstoppable. I'd sure. Be unstoppable. Uh, listen, that's, that's, I mean, that's a great way, to, a mindset to have. Um, I think it's almost, as we talk about confidence and, you know, being yourself and taking risks, I think, it, I think, I think we also, I don't know how we not, touch on, on fear and how that can debilitate us, prevent us, slow us down, stop us. Um, uh, you know, how, how do you, how, what would you suggest to that person that's listening, that's talking about wanting to do something, but they're afraid to, how, how do you get through to them? I mean, you gotta just do it. You know, like the Nike sign is certain. Sometimes you just gotta do it. That is the definition of getting out of your comfort zone. You're scared to take that step because of what could happen. You're, sometimes you're going to have to do it. Right. You made $100,000 this year and you want to make $120,000 next year. You're going to have to change something. And change is scary. But if you made $100,000 this year and you want to make $200,000 next year, you might have to change everything. And that's even scarier. But the risk and the reward, that's the whole thing behind it. I want to touch on fear real quick. Fear is my biggest success, I could say when it comes to getting people to do their mental exercises. Cause I could tell you to do a mental exercise like uh, today for the rest of the day, as much as you can, I want you to say, I deserve blank. And okay. then like your dream house, I deserve my dream house. I deserve my dream car. I deserve that fat paycheck. I deserve to be healthier. You truly do believe these things. So the ego is going to step back and let you water a great seed for, for, for a certain number of time. It's a great exercise. The problem is tomorrow you're going to get kind of used to doing it and you're going to do it less probably might do it like five, six times a day. Tomorrow you'll do it like two. The, the next day, it, it, you know, it'll be gone. So it's hard for me to get people to my client, my old clients, when I was taking clients to do these exercises. And I use fear to get them to do them because if they know that their thoughts are screwing up their tomorrow, right. basically taking food off their dinner plate. Yep. That, cause you, listen, 
it's hard to make people change. Yes. But fear will make you change quickly. And if yes. I can get you to fear your negative thoughts, that'll be the kick in the butt for you to do these mental exercises or at least shift and change a, a negative scenario as it's being ran while you're right. just bored, you know? So fear can be used and, and, and I use a lot to wake myself up. So it's a great, it's a great little thing in my tool belt to wake myself up throughout the day to make sure I'm not watering any negative seeds for any prolonged um, moments in time. Right. So use that 100%. Yeah, I mean, again, it's 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 where we choose to to put our thoughts, and you know, we can hang out in the house of fear or go outside and and you know and and have a good time jumping and skipping into flowers, right? And and these are the flowers that you watered with good thoughts. So yeah. I think that's really you know what we're really talking about here. Um, you know, Neil, this has been uh, a, a great convo, and, I, and one last thing I want to ask you uh, before we go out, go ahead. And we talked, so we talked about the power of gratitude. You know, thinking good thoughts. Uh, we, you know, we just got, you know, t- touched on fear and what that can do. Um, uh, but, but I think for me, for me personally, and I know people will t- walk away with different sort of elements that they walk away from. That self-talk and that self-conversation for me is probably where uh, the, the, I value the most um, in terms of how what I think about myself, how I talk to myself. Um, do I forgive myself? Do I give myself grace and mercy? All of these things uh, I feel are extremely important for taking us to that next level. Uh, I, w- I wonder if you sort of can go, but just to sort of wrap up on that self-talk thing and, 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 and how we... You know, and how, and, and how we treat ourselves, man, instead of beating ourselves up, man. Hype yourself up. <laughs> Hype yourself up. Um, my first paycheck at McDonald's was $146. Yep. Obviously, that's nothing. But when I think about it, it feels like I won the lottery. That's a hype moment. Hype yourself up. Whatever. I don't care if you scored a touchdown in, in, in high school, whatever, and you haven't played ball in 40 years. Find reasons to hype yourself up and do it. I don't, I don't know if I can curse or not, but you are the shiz. Find that. Right. I actually started a group called When I Was a Cop on Facebook so I could do videos because I kept, I found myself telling stories. Anytime I needed to, I was in the dumps and I really needed to hype myself up, yeah. a good cop story would bring me out because I was doing some crazy stuff, chasing guys with guns down dark alleyways every night, like right, right, right. most dangerous city in America. So for me to go in there or tell tell myself a SWAT, SWAT team story or something like that, that really gets me hyped. So this is what you need to do to get through the day. Everything that's come, most of the stuff that's going to come at you isn't going to be hyping you up. Your boss gives you an assignment, an email comes in, you got to answer it. Your kids come in and drop something on the floor. Uh, You have to find ways to proactively do it. Love yourself. Uh, Like love yourself, love yourself and love yourself. You have to love yourself in order for someone else to love you. And that goes for the universe and, and all that manifesting and stuff like that. If you don't think you deserve that car or that house or that toy or that money or that love or that kiss or that date, none of it's coming right so you gotta find ways to hype yourself up throughout the day and there's reasons there's ways you've done things everybody has moments or things that you're proud of that you're good at doing do those things more often Mm. yep 
Yeah, I like the idea of the hype yourself up. I, I, I kind of refer to sometimes celebrate your wins, right? Celebrate everything. Uh, you know, keep a, keep, keep a journal of all your victories, right? And every so often go back and look at those. You know, when people, you know, people send me, you know, uh, 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 you know maybe a kind note on social media or whatever, I screenshot and I keep all that stuff. And you yeah. put it in a little folder, you keep it in a little folder, and when you're feeling the way you do, you keep that and you look back and go, wow. And so I think there's great, great value in that. It, 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 it puts things in perspective because it's really easy in that moment when things are going down that you feel, man, this is what I am. Like, I'm a failure. This is, I can't amount to nothing. And when you have that Rolodex of good things, yeah, like, yeah that, that puts you back in that right frame of mind. My my boy uh, Jeff Booski calls it win stacking. Ah, that's what he does. Win stacking. Um, so when everyone's listening to this, um, drop a hashtag win stacking. <laughs> put that in the comments wherever you're hearing this at, uh, or just kind of put it post it on one of my posts. Just put win stacking, so I know yes. it's you. <laughs> yes. Awesome, awesome. Yo, Neil, uh, for, for 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 our listeners that want to learn more about you or catch up with you, where where can we send them? Uh, neopositivity.com that is the one stop shop you can get thoughts become things t-shirts and wristbands and i have this poker chip that i like to keep in my pocket it's right behind me on the wall um you feel that and you're just like oh let me do my mental exercise you just say thank you 10 times or just say yes 10 times um so that's merchandise and like the summit you can register for the summit there and um what else what else yeah everything it's just a one-stop shop i've got thousands of videos up there the the big thing about the summit is 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 it's free right and i maintain that because i'm going to say around 75 to 80 percent of the world will say that they can't afford to go to a 500 or a thousand dollar self-help summit right. and that 80 percent, we need those numbers if we're going to change the world because the planet will evict us before it allows us to destroy it which we're currently doing a great job of destroying this planet it will evict us the only way out of this is to come the opposite of that negative, which is the positive. And if we're going to change the world sooner than later, we need that 80%. So everything I do is free. The website is free. I got a video catalog, any topic you could possibly think of. I've made a video about it. It's all on neopositivity.com. So get over there, check it out. Register. The summit is the third week of every month. We're skipping March um, for a little vacation time. That's my birthday month. We'll be back on April 16th. Uh, just spreading the love and spreading the joy. I hope you get to come and, and step in and and share with everybody anything you can um, you can put out there. You know what's crazy? What's that? I don't I don't have very a lot. I don't have a lot of interaction with black males. Okay. When it comes to the law of attraction, I can't get anyone to do a live stream. I can't get anyone to come on the summit. I can't. Matter of fact, when I went on Podmatch. Okay. Which is how we connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went on Pod Match. I locked up one or at least one pod podcast every day for the month of February and the first half of March. Yeah. I'm already scheduled out. Yeah. Every single black male that I've approached or whatever with Podfest has turned it down. Really? Has shut down the law of every single one. And one of them actually did, but then he canceled. So you would actually be the first black oh. male that I've had a healthy law of attraction conversation with besides Dan Mangina, but he doesn't do podcasts. <laughs> so it's just, it's just interesting because 
when I was working in the hood as a cop, they refused this information. After that, I went back and I did speeches in all the schools. And uh, once again, when it came to that situation, they refused the information. Wow. And so I, I'm, I'm definitely an advocate of my town and the hood and trying to raise them up. And it's been a huge struggle of mine trying to get this information to anybody military, anybody police related or like firemen and black males. It just has been, and I, and I get it. I get it. If you'd have told me this 20 years ago, I'd have been like, man, go fly a kite with that hippie bull crap. But, <laughs> but damn, at least entertain it enough right. to benefit from it. Like me and you entertain right. the concept at least enough to benefit from sure, it. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. So, I, guarantee, I guarantee you, like I said, when we've done, I'm going back and I'm thinking. I'm thinking what we talked about. I'm analyzing. I'm looking at myself first to go, okay, so where did, how do I fit into this? Where am I with that? How am I practicing these things, right? Because I think that's important to do that analyzation, to have that conversation, right? But yeah, I think it's important, man. I think not to get racial with it or anything, but I think that's what's holding us back as, mm -hmm. as minorities yeah. is that, like, especially here in Tampa, all these buildings, all these millionaires walking around, there's yeah. a difference between the way they think and the way we used right. to think. Right. A right. huge difference. And I right. think that's it. And if more of us thought with this type of mentality, there would be a major shift in power and life and everything. That's why I'm trying so hard to get it out there and for it not to get picked up uh, or not received as well right. by my own community. It kind of sucks, but I push, I push forward. Let's go. Right. I'm, a, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. You know, we, we, we need to win. I'm tired of, look, I'm a retired cop, but when I get pulled over, I feel the same way as everyone. Right. Gotcha. Because none of that matters. Gotcha. Um, so it's like, so I'm trying very hard to lift this up. So thank you for having me on and, and let me you know, you. speak to a, a broader audience than what I'm normally used to speaking to. And thank you for being a soldier in the world negativity. You know, we are soldiers together in this yes. world negativity and we're winning. You know, Absolutely. the tables are turning. Absolutely, my friend. Thank no, thank you. I listen, I appreciate the time. Um, I appreciate the candidness, the conversation, uh, the enlightenment, uh, insights, all important. I think they all serve a purpose and they all feed in my, in my hope, wish and dream is that a listener goes, wow and be able to institute, take one thing from however long we've been talking and, you know, use it to better themselves. And so if we can do that, then we've done something great today. So thank you, Neo. I appreciate you. Be well, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Back we are here on the podcast. And I first got to give a big shout out to my man, Neo Positivity, uh, for rolling through and hanging out and, and having uh, such a great time. Thank you. I appreciate you, my man. I uh, spread, keep spreading that positive vibe, uh, that positive energy, and that thought becomes things movement. Uh, keep that going as well. You know, when I reflect on my conversation with Neil, he really left us with a lot of great points, but if there's just one thing that I take from my conversation with him, it would be this. There's a philosophy that states that whatever we focus on expands and, and that essentially will become our reality. This idea is both simple and easy to understand, but above all, it's truthful. So if we want love, or abundance or wellness, then those are the things that will eventually come our way as long as we continue to focus on them. Now, there's a lot more good things going on in our lives than bad. However, 
if the things that dominate our thoughts or our conversations are the problems we have, then that will be appear in our lives. So we need to stop tormenting ourselves and start talking about the good stuff on the whole while ignoring the bad. Not that it's not there, but we don't have to give it attention or focus. And if you do that, you may start to notice miracles popping up everywhere because it is a proven thing. Our words are energy and our thoughts are energy and those thoughts absolutely can become things. Hey, listen, if you haven't registered for email notifications of the podcast, please know that you can do so simply by heading over to bestaudaciouslot.com, enter in your email address, and you'll be immediately alerted every time we've got brand new content that comes out. I got to give a shout out and thanks to our audacious listeners, you lovers of audacious. I thank you as always for being here, hanging out with us uh, and and really helping to take in uh, the word audaciousness and everything that associates with it. It's a fantastic and is able to share with you at the same time. It's such a pleasure, treat and blessing for me. So uh, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your awesome support. And I'll keep doing my part as long as you keep doing yours. Until next time, stay safe, be kind, show love to one another, and be audacious. You've been listening to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by Audley Stevenson. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, be audacious.